Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. VSIN.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin in the house. Hello, friends. On a Masters Thursday morning. Hello, friends. Let's get it going, baby. Oh, it's already going, man. How outstanding is this? First of all, we have a uh, the early, and I do mean early. What are we talking about? Like, we're in the first few minutes of the first quarter of a football game right now. Yeah. Uh, but we have a, uh, what is it, about an eight-way tie at the uh, top of the leaderboard, one under par. Mike Weir, former Masters champion. Scott Stallings up there. Adrian Moronk, who I believe uh, Felica had making the cut. Kevin Kisner, Louis Oosthuizen. Your guy, Keith Mitchell. Patrick Reed, also one under through two, as is Figala, who's one under through two. All right, let's keep it going, Keith. I got a first-round leader bet on you. Let's go. Early, early look at the leaderboard at the Masters. And, of course, we may stop in the middle of our tracks at any moment during the show and say something like, Fred Couples right now for birdie from about 30 (laughs) feet away. One over the tournament so freddie's doing that so it's going to be awesome to track this during the show and of course i added nothing but homa and scheffler bets all over the place by the way couples just missing that putt oh so close um but i got a first round leaders they don't tee off till later today obviously have them in outrights added an outright on homa at 45 plus to one yesterday got them both in top five top tens for scheffler and homa as well the only non Scheffler home a bet I made was Corey Connors, top Canadian, minus 130. Sort of randomly. I like that. You add anything yesterday? Oh, of course I did. <laughs> You're like 70 bets <laughs> deep. You're kidding me. <laughs> the, uh, I have, I don't, I, I won't go through it all, but I've got a lot of tournament matchups that I added, ended up adding yesterday. Uh, to miss the cut, I did play Phil. I know Felica's on that. Oh, I thought that was a right. good tip by Felica, so I did play that one. I also played Billy Horschel to miss the cut. Plus 135. First round leaders. Um, I'm kind of doing it. I've got my whole Scheffler strategy, right? So the the other Scheffler strategy is I took a piece of him first round leader, thinking, okay, if I miss out on my chance to get live, maybe he goes out, just wins the first round. And, and then okay, your tournament's made. Yeah, exactly. Point. Then I'm yeah. not going to be too unhappy. So yep. I know that's what Matt Brown's doing as well. And the kind of thought is, okay, if that doesn't happen, you can get in with him live after that, hopefully. Um, so him, Homa, first round, and then Sung J M, Justin Rose, Keith Mitchell, all first round leader bets for me that I will be tracking here this morning. The op- the opposite side of this is some people are already playing themselves out of the tournament. 
Kevin Na, yeah. four, four over yeah. halfway through his round, and Alex Noren, four over through five. So, again, if they want to compete in this golf tournament, it's got to change pretty quickly for them. The old, the old golf tournament adage, right? Can't win the tournament on Thursday, Gil, but you can lose one. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. 88 golfers vying for the green jacket, and we'll track it all morning, all weekend long, right here at Vista in the Sports Betting Network. NBA last night. So, again, the closing days of the uh, 2022-23 NBA season. And a little more was clarified last night. And when I say a little more, still still the main things that we're waiting to see haven't been totally clarified, which is most of the matchups. But in the Eastern Conference, we now know who seeds one through five are. The Milwaukee Bucks are your number one seed. They have home court advantage, not only through the Eastern Conference playoffs, but through it all. They clinch the best record in all of basketball. They do so by virtue of the, uh, of the win yesterday. Milwaukee's win over the Chicago Bulls, 105-92. to Number one seed, NBA's best overall record. It is the Bucks on their racket. Cash Boston. those tickets if you bet those. Bucks yeah, they have best record. Got a bunch of nice tweets this morning. People who uh, said, you know, first time, first time I listened, I got that 8-1. to one. Thank you. Yep. Because we were all over that. I'll be cashing that one. It's a nice uh, nice regular season cash. Celtics clinched the number two seed with their 97-93 win over Toronto. And Milwaukee's win over Chicago. Boston clinches the Atlantic Division with that win as well. And Philly now, because of all that, gets locked into the number three seed. I love how the, uh, the goalpost on Giannis winning MVP, also for those voters, moved. Oh, they could have the best record. Oh, they could win the Atlantic, a number one seed. Uh, third seed's fine. We'll still vote for them. <laughs> for Joel Embiid, pardon me. Yeah, we, uh, JVT and I were talking about that yesterday. And I, I be, on Hardwood Handicappers, check it out wherever a podcast can be found. Um, we're talking, we're talking just MVP, and I thought I'm putting it to bed. I thought we we're kind of putting it to bed because I was saying everything I said on the show yesterday about it with, yes, I think it's going to be Embiid. But man, these numbers keep getting longer. Like, I, if Jokic gets to 10 to 1, I'm throwing a few bucks on it. Like, he had more first place votes in the straw poll. We well, and it's human beings, right? Yes. That's the thing. We don't know. None of us knows for sure. Uh, and then the only playoff series that is set in stone now is the 4 or 5 in the Eastern Conference, because we know that as well. The Cleveland Cavaliers are number four, and that the New York Knickerbockers are number five. And we have a series price on that, Kelly. What was your reaction with the Cavs, this per DraftKings, at minus 185, the Knicks plus 150 on the comeback? Yeah, it would be uh, Cavs or pass uh, for me here. This this series is likely going to be a, li- a little tough just because of, uh, uh, we don't you know, Julius Randle's health situation is going to be a little bit up in the air. Uh, for and at what point are they going to get him back? Reevaluate. They can't win without him, Kevin. Yeah, I don't know if they can win yeah. without him, and he's not being. It'll be reevaluated on the thirteenth. That was just pulling up that date, so they're at least going to start this without him. Um, so I, I would say if you're looking at the Knicks, it, it's probably a. I would wait till after game one, game two. You're going to be in Cleveland. Those are going to be tough games to win, anyways. I'd wait to get in live then. Um, and Cavs betters, yeah, you probably need to bet this. You probably need to bet this now if you're looking on that side. Um, we also know that the Hawks, Raptors, and Bulls, in whatever order, we don't know, but the Hawks, Raptors, and Bulls are going to be in the play-in. The only question in the East becomes the 6-7. Brooklyn currently in the 6, Miami currently in the 7. Brooklyn has the tiebreaker over the Heat. They swept the Heat this year. So the Heat would have to pass Brooklyn. So it is really Brooklyn's to control. They have a... Uh, one-and-a-half game lead here. They only have two games left. So their magic number is 
essentially, what is that? That'd be their magic numbers one yeah, so at what, this so point. What's, what's yeah. interesting with that one, Gil, is you yeah. can say the Sixers control their destiny with the, with the Heat tonight. So the, the Sixers are locked into the three seed. We'll they get, play Miami We'll tonight. get to that because tonight's slate. I don't know what you do with it, and we'll get to why. Yeah. Right, because you're, you're alluding to that as well. West, let's just get through the West. Denver is your number one seed. Denver clinches the number one seed, which was never really that much in doubt at any point, quite frankly, with all the uh, Jokic hate. Uh, so Denver is your number one seed in the, in the Western Conference. Memphis and Sacramento, despite both teams losing last night, that could still change 2-3. If Sacramento ended up tied with Memphis, they would end up as the number two. Memphis would be three. But obviously, Memphis's magic number to have the number two seed is just one as well. One Grizzlies win, one sack loss. Um, Phoenix is the four seed. They win every tiebreaker. So Phoenix is locked into four, waiting to see who they'll, they'll have home court advantage against. And that's where it gets wacky, right? Five, you know, down. Clippers right now, by virtue of their big win, and by big, I mean monster win in terms of, uh, well, I guess the Lakers made a run last night, but the Clippers got out to a huge first-half lead, a 19-point lead. Um, Clippers in the fifth hole right now. The Warriors in the sixth hole. That could change to this point uh, or, or moving forward in the last couple games. The Lakers, with that loss, end up in the play-in position of seven. The Pelicans are guaranteed a play-in at worst, as are the Lakers at eight currently. And then you have the T-Wolves at nine. They can go every which direction. The real drama might be also at the 10 versus getting knocked out of the play-in. The Thunder right now have the tiebreaker over the Mavericks, who won again, who won against the uh, Kings last night. So, And the Jazz still mathematically alive, but one game worse in the loss column than the Thunder and the Mavs. Which brings us to what you were talking about, Kelly, which is tonight's games. And what do you do with these? Because there's only five games. The Cavs are at the Magic. We just said the Cavs are locked in. The Magic, obviously, long gone. I don't know what you do with that game. Then there's the Heat-Sixers game you're talking about, which is, okay, the Sixers could contr- – if Sixers beat the Heat, then the Heat are a play-in team, but the Sixers have nothing to play for. And the Sixers are three-point favorites, so you can't really touch that without knowing how the Sixers are going to play it, right? No, I don't think you can, but I think you can, I think you can get some indication by injury report stuff. Well, I, Sure. I, you know, does but you got to monitor that. Do we care how much? Do we care how about Joel Embiid winning the MVP that much that we're going to throw him out in a game like this <laughs> when it allows you to control your first round opponent? Is I will find out tonight. Like I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't be playing him, but um, we'll find out. The only, thing, the one thing to keep in mind though that that is different with this now that we have the play-in tournament is that these teams that avoid the play-in tournament. They're off for a week, right? So some yep. of these. The rest guys at the at the end here, like unless you, I, I, unless it's a major star like that that you just don't want to get hurt. There's really not much need to rest guys here at the end. Blazers Spurs, which is a game that has no implications about anything, but the totals two twenty seven and a half or two twenty eight, isn't that an over or nothing? Yeah, I mean, there's no defense going to be played in this game, no, is there? No, there's no defense. There's, Thunder. Also, there's also not many talented offensive players on the court. Though. Yeah, <laughs> Thunder at Jazz, thus, thus muted at 228. Thunder yeah. at Jazz. Now, this is the one we're talking about. This has the implications tonight because the Thunder are at 10. The Jazz, who right now are one and a half games behind them with the Mavericks in between, or the Mavericks are tied with the Thunder as well. Must win situation for the Jazz. Jazz, six and a half point dogs. Thunder, obviously, need to win also to stay ahead of the Mavericks and the Jazz. So that game has implications. You like the points with the Jazz? Jazz seem to stay in everything. 
Um, no, uh, this is a – the, the Jets – I'm not touching this one. I'll just be rooting for the Thunder because I have thunder, those Thunder to make the playoff bets. Uh, so, yeah, it will be Thunder thunder or nothing. I'm just checking up on uh, Utah information. So, Loudon Markinen out tonight. Uh, just keep an eye on Walker Kessler. He's done. He's done for the season. Your Markinen is spending his summer uh, enlisted to finish his Finnish Army I know. obligation. It's wild. I got that this morning. I'm going to go to the Finnish Army this morning, this summer. <laughs> and the only other game tonight is the, is the, uh, the Suns hosting the Nuggets. And as we mentioned, that doesn't mean anything for either of those teams because they're locked in. Nuggets number one seed, Suns number four seed in the Western Conference. So again, who plays? Who plays for how long? This is that time of year in the NBA where uh, the meatiest part of the West still to be decided. We'll come back. Paul Spore on baseball. Jay Kahn on hockey. Bill Krakenberger from Magnolia Lane. It's a numbers game at VEASAN. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM's state of the art technology. And fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 
522-4700. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin here as well. It is a numbers game. Let's talk some baseball. Paul Spore joins us. You can follow him on Twitter at Spore, S-P-O-R-E-R, writes for fan graphs and has multiple jobs. He got three jobs in the baseball business these days. What's happening, Paul? How you doing, man? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Can you remind everybody the uh, the the latest of your gigs? Yeah, it's the uh, OOTP Out of the Park Baseball Perfect Team Content Director. So if you play Out of the Park Baseball, you, you definitely know what that means. But basically, I get to make a bunch of virtual baseball cards for people to play with and build their teams. So it's a lot of fun. Oh, man, that sounds awesome. What a life you've built for yourself. <laughs> what a baseball life. I'm pretty, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you made your own luck. Let's let's give you credit for that. Let, let me ask you Thank really you. early return, six games in to the mm-hmm. Major League Baseball season. Um, the Rays, the only undefeated team in baseball, six and zero, oh, giving up thirteen runs. The Yankees have yeah, given up fourteen in six games. Somehow they're four and two, giving up fourteen runs. The Twinkies have given up eleven. Twins have given up eleven runs. And the Braves have given up 14 and 6. By the way, the Milwaukee Brewers have given up 16 and 6. The Dodgers have given up 13 in 6. So just talking about pitching here, which of those to you, again, super early, but which of those to you feels the, the most real and the most sustainable? I mean, despite the fact that the Rays have had the schedule bless them, uh, getting the Tigers and the Nats, I, I, still, I still feel pretty good about where they're at. Uh, their pitching coming in was certainly a, one that I liked quite a bit with uh, McClanahan, Rasmussen, and Springs as a, their top three. So I think that that's a really good group. And obviously, if they get Glass now back for anything, you know, any sort of triple-digit inning-type season, that would just be massive. They turn out relievers left and right. I'm super bought in on Pete Fairbanks as well. I think that if he can stay healthy, which is always a big if, uh, I think he can be a premium closer this year too. So. I think the Rays probably, uh, but I'm, I'm not sure you really named a team there that I think is a complete fraud as far as the uh, run suppression goes. I think they're all pretty darn good, but the Rays will be my number one. All right, let's take it the other way. Are any of those less real than the Royals having only scored 14 runs in six games? Like, does that feel as real to you and as sustainable? You know, I kind of I kind of think that they have a, a somewhat decent offense. Like, I think they'll obviously get better, you know, at, this happens every year. We see some teams at the way low, way high, things even out, right? Even if they're expected to be a good team and they're playing well, they smooth back down. Even if they're a bad team and they're playing poorly, they usually jump back up a bit. I think that Royals offense has some decent components. Obviously, Witt, Melendez, Pasquantino, those are like, and Perez, really strong components. But I like a Michael Massey, uh, Edward Oliveras, Kyle Isbell. I think that that offense will be better. Uh, they've run into some good pitching, and they've played poorly. It's a deadly combo. I think the Royals will be okay, a standard-issue bad team as yeah. opposed to a completely dreadful team. <laughs> I love that. It's a standard-issue bad team. I think I'm with you. So I, I've talked in, in years past, and you know, for as long as I can remember, if you think about all the different sports bets you make in, uh, across the sports landscape, and you think about like what are some of the more miserable experiences in sports betting, and I always put top of the list – and I said this before, which is when you back a baseball team that has a truly anemic offense, yeah. because you realize as the bet's going on, you have that inner dialogue, if not outer, right? But the inner dialogue of like, I cannot believe I'm going to sit through this game. I just backed this offense where you're just pushing a rock up a hill, right? It's Sisyphus. So if it's not, the, if it's not the Royals, which are the lineups here in the very early going of the season where on a day-to-day basis, 
They might they might have won a ball they might have won a ball game or two already. Sure, it's always going to happen. But even the worst teams end up getting to sixty uh, in yep. in an average year. But which are the the offenses where you're like, oh my god, this is dreadful day in and day out. This is going to be a problem. You're gonna you're gonna make me clown my tigers like this. Yeah, you're, you're gonna. I make, thought you're I thought you were gonna go Giants it. too, by the way. But okay, Gi- Giants are Giants are pretty pretty underwhelming, and they have some expectation to them, so that's kind of tough. Yeah. But yeah, the Tigers lineup doesn't really run all that deep. Um, they've got some decent components. You know, it's nice to see Torque hit a homer, Green go yard. Happy on that. Uh, Oakland's lineup. You know, g- kind of the ones that we expected are already looking as anemic as expected. I think the Nats Nats. are pretty brutal. They've got a couple components and that's it. And the Marlins. um, I I know Avi and Soler. I think they hit homers on back-to-back days and Soler had two. There there could be a little something there if both of them have rebound seasons. But other than that, I mean, it's listen, Arise can get his base hits all day and he'll probably have a nice batting average. I, I don't like that, that Miami offense at all. I think that's one of the, one of the ugly ones too. We're not even 5% into the season. So, again, mm-hmm. this is the way too early sort of way to ask this question. But I am curious about, you know, you had a whole off season to assess teams good, bad, in between. Is there one team either to the good or to the bad, a club that you've observed in these first six games roughly of the season, give or take a game or two, but mainly six games, where you're like, oh, I may have gotten this one wrong? <sighs> I don't think so yet. Not, not no. really. I, I think, I think teams are kind of playing as expected again. Like you said, it's a week, so it's hard to really judge too far, but even trying to, trying to be uh, aggressive on judgment, I, I don't really think so. Maybe the Mariners playing a little bit lower um, than I would have thought, but even that doesn't, doesn't really surprise me. No, you know, uh, the angels and Rangers both at four and two. I like that. You know, Houston, we talk about lineups. The second half of their lineup right now is pretty bad, but it's of course expected to get better as the season goes. They'll get Altuve back. Uh, they're a kind of team that will make moves too. They could, they could certainly boost the back end of the lineup that way. But if they get Brantley and Altuve back, all of a sudden that really deepens it. Uh, but maybe their lineup, maybe Houston's lineup being uh, only half good. The bottom half is legitimately underwhelming. That would be maybe one one thing I've seen. But other than that, things are kind of playing in line with what I expect. How much do you love the sped, the sped up game? You're a baseball guy, oh, baseball amazing. purist. You got to love this too, right? It's absolutely amazing. Look, I got things to do too. You know, I'm a baseball diehard. Yeah. I, I, I they've got me right. They don't have to really worry about getting me engaged. But I hate. I hate a four hour three to two game. It makes no sense. There's no need for that at all. This has been undeniably good. There are some tweaks maybe I would make. I understand late and close situations and people talking about playoffs, how that's going to play, maybe expanding it a little bit because the buildup from pitch to pitch, like in the playoffs is part of what makes it great. Sure. Maybe they can make an adjustment though, right? It's not hard and fast that they can't do any sort of changes. We already make certain changes in the playoffs. So maybe by the time we get to October, they say, you know what? We do need a few extra seconds here in the playoffs to kind of keep building that drama or even just shift over in the seventh inning or something. But as it is, even if they don't change, I'm I'm overall, I'm fine with it. The negatives that have come with it, where maybe you're kind of undercutting some of the drama. That's a trade-off I'm willing to make to get the freaking games going. Cause I'm trying to watch as many games as I can, right? You know, on, on a given night uh, over the course of the season, I'm trying to watch games. The time is important. If you turn your head and a couple guys like swing early in their at bats, you miss an entire 
half inning. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And it's, that's okay. And that's okay. Mark, Mark Burley's loving it, I'm sure. Why did we go this long enduring that kind of baseball? It's so it's amazing. I don't know. Fifth, especially yeah. with the go, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, I'm done. Go ahead. I was gonna say, especially with the three true outcome game where the ball's never in play. So that's what made it exponentially worse, is that you're yeah. just desperately waiting for the like three home runs that are gonna be the entire scoring in a game. I'm loving the steel surge as well. The I think there is surge. legitimacy to put into that. Like it's a small sample, sure, but it's a small sample in that it's six games of the season, but there's a lot of ga- games obviously with all the teams playing. So I don't want to pretend it's a large sample and it will smooth out. I'm sure teams will start to adjust. I could see some of the better armed catchers starting to get more run to maybe try to slow down some of the running games. But this is a this is a tangible difference that we can already put stock in that teams are running more because of the rules. There were three rule changes that all went into increasing steals and we're seeing it uh, quite plentifully uh, early on. And I love that yeah. too, because that's more action. Three rule changes. And that doesn't even include the, uh, the apparently no limits on oven mitt size that you can use as well to uh, get to the base as well. You all can right. help shorten your distance. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You, you don't have, I mean, it's a weird schedule today. There's, there's only, yeah. there's only six games. There is day baseball. There's like four day games, but then it like trickles out in the evening time. Cause I guess it's getaway day. Uh, I would suppose. Well, and also the postponements that yeah, uh, they, the postponements. they canceled yesterday due to weather. That's right. So there's four, four games. Four games postponed. That's yeah. exactly right. What do you like today, though, as you scan this? We've got about 30 seconds. I'll take my Tigers on the on the home. <laughs> oh, uh, no, 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 no. Don't, yeah. don't, get too, don't get too crazy with that. But I am excited for the home opener there. Chris Sale looked dreadful in his first start. In fact, I actually kind of hope the, the opposite there, as much as I love my Tigers. I hope he gets back on track. I got him in my biggest fantasy league. I need him to come through for me. Uh, if I'm really looking at anything, it'd probably be the Dodgers. I know they're a big favorite, but they absolutely own Merrill Kelly over his career. So uh, it's a stock play, but that's probably the only thing I'd be looking at today. Little ownage, Dustin May against Merrill Kelly tonight at Arizona. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Gil. Take care. Paul Spore at Spore, S-P-O-R-E-R. We'll come back. We'll talk about the NBA. Cavs, Knicks, where we're going with that, and beyond. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show host and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access, become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. That vsin picks page is kind of addictive, isn't it? You sort of like look at it, you're like, you just, you're curious, the volume of betting from it's VEASAN, interesting. VEASAN you know, host you to VSIN host. You filter through different date ranges and stuff. So, so yeah. I haven't been able to figure that part out. How do you filter the date ranges? I cannot figure that out. All right, I figured out how to filter from like weekly to daily or something, but I don't know how much more than that. Oh, I don't really know how much more than that. You we can't can go do. beyond a week. It, I, it looks like it looks like you should be able to, but I, I haven't been able to figure. I it out. I have not been able to figure it out. We get tweets at beating the book. Blue sky, sunshine. Great promo we just did. I think it was, wasn't it? <laughs> no, we, it we is. Promoted great. it that we said we couldn't figure out how to use it. Well, but but our but the reason is because we're super interested in it because it you is. Know, you'll get a Wes yeah. Reynolds, right? Wes Reynolds in a span of a week, he'll be like, you know. 50 and 42 and you're like he bet he has 92 bets going right now it's and then a great- the next person will be one in 10 but hit a future 
Hit it and out they're right on in golf. T- right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And the next person will be like 4-0. Oh. So it's, it's, it's fascinating to see the volume of bets and which sports people are betting at what times. Yeah, the, uh, we, we don't submit different unit sizes. So that's where you always the, – the golf ones are almost always going to be there Ooh, when you hit yeah. a, you know, a, a 25 to 1. The 1 in 10 guy with the 25 to 1 will be up there. Yeah. All right, Blue Sky Sunshine. We get tweets at beating the book. You can call me Gil, but I ain't giving my place up either, talking about his sushi spot. I give him an attaboy. Good for you. Stick to your guns. This is from, okay, this is from, I want to get this right here, from Lance Schaefer. The first play I tailed on a numbers game, nothing like waking up with a couple extra grand in your account. I love FTM, but I fell hard in love with beating the book. That's his, my, that's his Milwaukee Bucks 8 to 1. There we go, baby. For best record. I think he had a plus 850 even. Good for you. On the Milwaukee Bucks to have the best record in the NBA. We were all over that when that number was there. This is from uh, Dale Bob. His name is Dale Bob. Dale Bob 36. I'm invested in Matsuyama to win his second green jacket, so there could be sushi for the champion's dinner. Can you recommend a good place they could use for catering? It's an, <laughs> it's an epidemic. It's a gosh darn epidemic. And yes, I said gosh darn. Jesse Welch, listen guys, I truly believed Oh, this is, yeah, did you see after the Bucks game yesterday, Bobby Portis was stumping for himself to win sixth man of the year. As he was Je- talking about it? Oh, yeah. Jesse Wells says, listen, guys, I truly believe that Portis should be right in the six-man race, but he hasn't gotten the attention after his primetime campaigning last night. Any chance we get a smart, and what he means by that is a Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year type situation like last year, my answer to that is I think it's a little too late. Like if Portis had done this a couple weeks ago, maybe. But we're too late for that groundswell to happen. You real, know, the you real know. problem with Portis is just he is that he he missed as many games as he did. Um, Unless three guys at ESPN get together and decide to mount a campaign. You know what? He missed less than I thought. You know what? Let's go, Bobby Portis. Absolutely, you're almost averaging a double double for the season. Give him the award because I definitely don't have a one hundred one hundred to one ticket on him from like four <laughs> months ago. What is he right now though? Uh, we he find is. That. I think he was like fifty when I checked it. The Are other people day. still posting six man? Yeah, they're yeah. yeah they're still uh, okay. they're still up there. I mean, it's one of the ones that's uh, it's still kind of up for grabs. You got Emmanuel quickly at minus five hundred. Malcolm Brogdon plus three hundred. Bobby Portis is seventy to one. Roger Jones seven to seventy to one. Who's the short shot? Manual quickly. Manual quickly. Yeah. Roger Jones. Gil, I'm personally fine with you keeping that sushi place a secret, but if you need to know the closest Carl Juniors or Nathan's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Hooker. Kevin Na has quit. We have a WD at the Masters. I was mentioning earlier how poorly he was playing. Um, Bill Hooker says maybe he should take up tennis. <laughs> He's talking about all the players who quit in tennis. Uh, Kevin Na has taken his toys and has gone home, Kelly. The only part of that I'm upset about is that uh, there were there were a couple of matchups. I added a lot of tournament matchups here, so let me just make sure what, none of them included Kevin Na. But there were a couple that I was looking at that included betting against Kevin Na. And I almost uh, pulled the trigger, but did not. No, I did not on him. Alex Nora now five over through seven. He's on the clock to be the next person to quit. Yeah, too tough. Golf's too tough. Just, just, just go hit the clubhouse, man. I hear they got great food there. Kelly's a Kelly's an ageist here. Uh, Sandy Lyles three over. What was your comment off here? Get just, out of the way. Just get out of the way, man. <laughs> get out of the way. Shay <laughs> Lowry birdie. Oh. Oh no. Currently atop the leaderboard again. A. Uh, a seven-way tie. Stallings, Morant, Kisner, Oosthuizen, Reed, 
Thagala and Power, Seamus Power, who had two aces in a row yesterday. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. All of them one under par early going, still on the uh, front nine well, of the a, round. Will's boy, the hoagie roll, I think he had like, didn't he have like five or something in that yesterday w- w- winning it? Oh, did he? Yeah. Something silly. Something silly. I guess his irons are locked in. Tradition unlike any other. Um, should I go on with some of these? Let's let's talk about this Cleveland. Uh, by the way, oh, uh, just Doug thanks about Paul Spore. Says Paul is that friend we all want to have because we could never be Paul. How about his life making player cards for video games? It's a yeah, beautiful it's awesome. thing. It's a beautiful thing. The, uh, I mean, I, I've attempted to watch some of that. What he does, I'm you like, did. I'm like, oh, this is really fascinating. But I, 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 I don't. I'm not fully involved enough with this to know what he's doing. Alan Mitchell Gill with all the baseball talk. When are you going to give us an early college World Series lean? Love the show. It's <laughs> a great question because we have hockey coming up on the show. People asking about college baseball. I will have my first college baseball World Series bet to offer on Monday. How about that? Okay. Well, I've already like I've already made two. I just want to get my positions in there. And then we'll go from there. I think by I think by World Series time I'll have four, which is what we had last year. All right. About Cleveland, again, the one NBA series that is locked in, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks. It is the four or five in the Eastern Conference. Again, one, two, three, four, and five locked in in the Eastern Conference, we still have yet to determine six and seven between Brooklyn and Miami, so that's why we don't have any more matchups quite yet. And obviously, here's the, again, here's the schedule for those who missed it. Next week, because the season ends on Sunday, hockey goes another week. We'll get to Jay Con momentarily, but the NBA regular season ends on Sunday. Then you have this Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday schedule this coming week, which is Tuesday it's the 7-8 games in each conference. Wednesday it's the 9-10 games. Friday it's the loser of the 7-8 against the winner of the 9-10s. And then the postseason, the playoffs themselves, remember those are play-ins, the playoffs start on Saturday. So remember, the winner of the 7-8s is the 7 seed per conference. The winner of the 9-10 plays the loser of the 7-8 on Friday to determine who the eighth seed is. Obviously, the loser of the 9-10 is out. So that's the NBA. And so everybody gets a week off who doesn't have to be involved in that and are still in the postseason, which is obviously a huge thing to have. Cleveland and the Knicks, minus 185. You're saying Cleveland or nothing because of the Julius Randle thing, Kelly, or even if there was no Julius Randle problem, you would go that way as well? I would well. still be leading Cleveland. Yeah, I would still be leading Cleveland. I brought this up quickly on the show yesterday of just teams flying under the radar. I, I mean, this Cleveland yes. Cavaliers team has been a top 10 offensive and defensive team throughout the basically entirety of the NBA season. Um, you have an elite scorer in Donovan Mitchell, great, two great big men down low with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley allows – Jared Allen anchoring that uh, you know center position down low allows Evan Mobley to kind of get out on the perimeter, much like Jaron Jackson Jr. in Memphis. Um, this is tough. I think this is going to be tough. Do they have the right defensive pieces to throw uh, at Jalen Brunson? That's going to be a little difficult for them. I think he could have a big series. Uh, but uh, you know, on the on the same side of things, I don't know that they have the perfect. The Knicks have the perfect pieces to slow down Donovan Mitchell. Um, and uh, Mitchell Robinson, there's a, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him to come up big, uh, battling those bigs down low in this series. So, By the way, sort it, of related to this note, yesterday, unscheduled pregame media availability yesterday, Mavericks governor, I guess we're calling him the governor now of the Mavericks, Mark Cuban, 
blaming Jalen Brunson's father for the point guard's departure from Dallas, declaring that re-signing Kyrie Irving would be the franchise's top offseason priority uh, this offseason. But that Brunson note was interesting. It's like a little bitterness about not getting Jalen or not having him retained last year. I thought it was a weird... Uh, it was I, a little tantrum, wasn't it? I felt like. you said it yesterday on ESPN, but I agree. Where I kind of lost a little bit of respect for Mark Cuban, where it was kind of like... They had plenty of times to 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 sign J- uh, Jalen Brunson. Plenty of times to talk to the guy. Like just complaining what? about it now just seems like really weird timing. And as this Dallas team is limping into possibly making the play, possibly turn. kept themselves alive last yeah. night. Um, just watch one episode of Shark Tank. You'll lose. You'll lose a little respect. Just like really glad there's no like uh, cherry pickers or anything going on all around our studio today because it's not distracting as all as I see a guy just rising out here. Is there a series correct score between the Cavs and and Knicks? You would take a shot. Remember, these are best of sevens in the first round. Cleveland in six. Cleveland six. Five to one. That's a nice little price. All right. How much conviction do you have? Donovan Mitchell. Goes into the garden and sticks it to him, wins it. This is the one where Stephen A., you cannot lose to this team. (laughs) Of all the teams, you cannot lose to Donovan Mitchell. We'll come back. Hockey with Jake Hahn. The playoffs are near. That's next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. <laughs> A numbers game on VC. 
VSN, the sports betting network. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to 25 bucks back if you miss one leg. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. We have a soul leader here in the early going at Augusta. And his name is Adrian Morocco. Polish. Uh, phenom Adrian Moronk, who uh, Chris Felica had uh, making the cut at minus 160 as one of his bets. Some may know him as the Bear. Felica, not Moronk. He's, like he's two under through seven, but if you're wondering, oh, did he just have two birdies and the rest were par? Oh, no. This is his round so far. Bogey, birdie, birdie, par. Bogey, birdie, birdie. He's birdied four holes through the first seven. I just pulled that up. I was going to say, I've seen him angry after a hole or two, so I was kind of wondering thing. how he got to two under. Yeah. <laughs> he's all over the but course. But that's how you do it. But he's in the lead, one-stroke lead over a bunch of others, including Sergio, who's uh, one under. Sergio and Patrick Reed, the live guys, are lurking. Lurking live guys. Let's let's overreact to early Masters things. Oh, totally. <laughs> Let's totally do that early on a Thursday. It's just great having it going on while we're while we're doing this. Let's talk some hockey. Hockey uh, regular season still uh, goes a week beyond in terms of the calendar, a week beyond the NBA season. 82 games themselves, but it'll end April 14th before we get to the Stanley Cup postseason. Jake Hahn joins us, uh, co-host of The Point, the fantasy hockey show on Sirius XM NHL, to join us at Jay Hahn. That's H-A-H-N-4. That's the number four. Jay Hahn 4 on Twitter. How you doing, man? Great to see you. Uh, it's it's great to talk to you again, Gil. And I love that you brought me on talking about one of my one of my guys, Adrian Moronk. I've been betting him on the DP World Tour for years now, and I actually do have him twelve to one as top debutant at the uh, at Augusta this weekend. So wow. it's early. He's two under on the front nine. I don't want to get carried away, but a nice little start for Adrian Moronk. Hopefully, cash that twelve to one when Sunday rolls around. I forgot you're a, you're a big you're a big golf guy as well. What what is your biggest position? Is it? I assume it's not Moronk. It's somebody else. No. No, it's not Moronk. Those are sort of fun side bets. I also have Mike Weir. I, as a as a Canadian, I had to go Mike Weir for top senior at <laughs> plus eight hundred yes. as well. But in terms of the actual betting card, I feel like I'm the only one on Will Zalatoris this week. I, I can't believe I got a fifty to one on Will Zalatoris at a major with his track record over the past couple of years. I know he's kind of struggling and, and the putter's not there, but he seems to putt really well at Augusta. So hey, he tees off later. If anyone's interested in joining me on Will Zalatoris, I still think there's some some 40s, 45s, maybe some 50s out there. And I took a shot on Victor Hovland as well. First round leader. I think he can come out and play well in these conditions on Thursday. And I had to sprinkle a little bit on the outright as well if I was going to play the first round leader. Sprinkle. Jake, you are, and this is anecdotal, but from where I sit here on a numbers game, you are the only human being who has mentioned the name Will Zalatoris this week. It's really that's, true. That's what I'm talking about. Podcast like or radio. Yeah, podcast yeah. or radio. All right, let's let's get to the postseason, or at least obviously we're a week in advance here, a week plus. Let's start with the Bruins because they deserve to be started with, yeah. if you will. Uh, 60 wins, 
There's only four teams in history, them being the fourth that have won 60. The 95-96 Red Wings, who could forget them, was 62. And then the 2018-2019 Tampa Bay Lightning was 62. The Bruins can beat that. They're, they got to the President's Trophy, you know, with sooner, I think, or quicker than only, you know, every team ever except for three other teams. They're plus 375 to win it all. But now we know how fickle these the NHL postseason can be. And of those four teams that have won 60, the only one that won the Stanley Cup was the 76-77 Canadians who won 60. Remember, those that Red Wings team and that Lightning team uh, did not get to the promised land in those cases. So, I mean, what do you think here? Are they likely, because it's the NHL postseason, as great as they are, are they likely to get tripped up, in your opinion, or are they just the juggernaut that won't? Well, they are a juggernaut. I, I would put, I would attach that word to this team, and and what they've done this this season is so impressive. To do it over an 82 game stretch to me is is an achievement in itself. To win the President's Trophy the way that they did, but looking towards the playoffs, I mean, you mentioned a couple of those teams, Gil. Tampa Bay got swept in the first round. Yeah. I mean, I don't see that happening with this Bruins team. That was a total outlier and just probably one of the craziest sweeps I think I've ever seen in professional sports. To have that Tampa Bay team not only lose in the first round but get swept the, the way that they did. I think the Bruins are going to have a comfortable first round series, whether it's Pittsburgh, Florida, or the Islanders. Those are the three options. I think they're going to beat whoever they get in the first round. Then it gets difficult. Then you're going to have to face either Tampa Bay or Toronto. Two teams, I think, have a legit claim to the cup. And then one of the Metro teams, probably the Rangers, the Devils, or the Carolina Hurricanes, just to get to the cup final against the Western Conference team. So I'm not biting at the the plus 375. I, I just don't think there's any value in that number. It's been totally crushed down. Should they be the favorites? Absolutely. I think they've deserved it, but I have a feeling, guys, that they get tripped up at some point. And I, I got my eye on that second round series against either Toronto or Tampa Bay, where I, I think they could be vulnerable there. What do you think a series price, if speculate on a Toronto or Tampa Bay, there would be? In in that uh, Boston would be a heavy favorite in that series, but I, I depends on on how the, the teams play in the first round. Like if Boston yeah. struggles through the first round, grinds has to go six or seven games. Maybe you see a, a little bit of a lower price, but I would probably put them somewhere in in the minus one seventy, minus one eighty range for that series. I still think there's going to be a ton of respect to Toronto and Tampa because they're they're no pushovers. I mean, Tampa's been to three straight Cup finals. I know the Leafs have struggled in the playoffs, but that's a that's a quality team. If they can get through the first round, kind of get that monkey off the back, the Leafs could be a very dangerous team if they can just get through Tampa. And again, your friendly reminder for those listening who are like, what are you talking about? The Bruins are so great. Again, 80% of NBA favorites in postseason series get through. For that to manifest in hockey, you'd have to play a best of 51. That's how random wow. hockey is. That's what stats by Lopez. Let me just let's do rapid fire. I'll give you a team. You'll just give me your quick reaction. The Avalanche are the next shortest shot. They're plus six fifty. Nathan McKinnon and the Avalanche uh, going for their fourth Stanley Cup. How do you feel about them in all of this? Yeah, if I were to bet the top of the board, and let's let's just take like the top four teams here, and we just talked about Boston. My money would go on the Abs. If you gave me a hundred bucks right now and said I got to bet one of these teams at the top of the board. I would rather take the abs at almost twice the price of the Bruins with what I believe is going to be an easier path than Boston. And it uh, does look like they're getting healthier. I, I don't like the fact that Kale McCarr has been banged up basically all season. I, I would hope that he's healthy come playoff time. They haven't had Gabe Landeskog all year, but I just think that this team has another gear that a lot of teams in the NHL just don't have. So plus 650 for the abs actually does have my interest because I think they have a pretty clear path to get back to the conference final. And, uh, then all of a sudden you're in a hedge position if, if you really wanted to go with that. All right. This is for my friends in Toronto, um, which I know you can relate to the angst up there every year at this time. Yeah. The Leafs have not won 
the cup famously since 1967. They're nine to one. Might this be the year? It, look, it's been a while. It's been a while since they've won a, a playoff round. I can still remember it being a kid in, in high school. And, you know, the streets would flood just after a first round series. That's how rabid this fan base is. And if they get through a first round series, I think they're extremely live. Now, the, the problem for me is I just think Tampa Bay is a really difficult matchup for them. And they've known they're facing Tampa basically all season. Boston ran away with the division and it's kind of pigeonholed the Leafs and Tampa in that 2-3 matchup. I believe the Lightning have the two best defensemen in the series in Victor Hedman and Mikhail Sergachev, and they clearly have the best goaltender in Andrea Vasilevsky. And those are key factors in a playoff series for me. So when it comes down to it, I think I'm going to be picking the, the Lightning and just saying, hey, if the Leafs want to prove me wrong and finally get over the hump, it's going to be a close series, but I, I'm still going to give the edge to the experienced Tampa Bay Lightning. All right, we'll talk again before the playoffs start. So we'll, we'll leave Connor McDavid and the Oilers for a later day. We'll leave the Golden Knights. But I just want to sort of get your thoughts here in the last 90 seconds. What's, what's the team that no one's, I don't know, no one's thinking about, but they're a longer shot. Yeah. Could it be... Could it be the Kings who have Corpus Salo in gold now? In gold now, what's what's the team that no one's really got their eyes on? You're like they, they could actually win it all. Well, you led me right into it. It is the LA Kings for me now. The problem, and you mentioned it right before that, was Connor McDavid. If they get into a two-three matchup with Edmonton, I'm gonna have a really difficult time picking that because I think the Oilers are as good as any team in the league right now. So I would I would rather see Edmonton win the division and maybe get LA up against Vegas, who they actually play against tonight. I like that matchup a lot better for the Kings. So it's going to come down to what the matchups end up being in the first round. But I really like that Kings team. I really like that Oilers team. I hope they avoid each other in the first round. And keep an eye on the Minnesota Wild. If they can avoid Colorado, at least in the first round, I think they've got a legit chance to actually go on a run this year. Minnesota and playoffs uh, don't go hand in hand. The Wild have struggled to win playoff series almost to the extent of the Leafs. Minnesota Twins haven't won a, a playoff game in, since like 2004. So Minnesota sports fans have it tough, but I kind of have a feeling that the, this team is built to go on a bit of a run this year. All right, Jake, did you mentioned you mentioned you have Victor Hovland pretty heavy, right? Did you not at the beginning? I, I have Rick, Victor Hovland, first round leader, and uh, and an outright as well. You he have good news. For he just eagled number two. There okay, you go. We need that. Two fifth, under through two. Little early so fist pump from Jake Hahn. What a segment from Jake Hahn. Perfect Perfect leader. Timing. Perfect timing. Jake, we'll talk soon, man. I can't wait. I love the live eagles on the air, guys. Have fun. <laughs> live, eagles. live eagles are awesome. Jake Hahn, everybody. Jay Hahn of four. Love having him on. We'll have Andy McNeil on as well to preview the NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll come back for our number two. Jason Weingarten among our guests and Bill Krakenberger next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. 